Painful feelings of not being good enough, feeling like a failure, inadequacy, and seeking validation can be at the core of so many men's struggle with pornography. Feelings of inadequacy and hurt lead somebody to cope, oftentimes in unhealthy ways, and then it has significant damage in their relationship. And sometimes this validation seeking can lead to having inappropriate conversations, interactions, or even infidelity with somebody outside of the marriage. In today's episode, I want to share with you some specific things that you can do to interrupt the pattern of validation seeking, how to address the root cause of that, and how a wife can navigate the impact and the pain she's experiencing as a result. And if you're new to the podcast, my name is Sam Tielemans. I'm a licensed therapist, and my purpose in making these episodes are to give you the tools and the strategies that you need to help you work through this issue, both individually for the husband and the wife, and also for your relationship to be restored and have trust rebuilt again. I want to start off today's episode by sharing with you a a short story of a client that I worked with who had a really difficult time when it came to seeking validation. His main underlying fear or concern was that ultimately he wasn't enough and he just wasn't worthy of acceptance the way that he was as a person. And so for him, what that ended up looking like is that he would try to compensate for that and ultimately try to earn his worth, earn his value by doing things and being things or being a person that was acceptable to somebody else where he felt like he had to change who he was to be acceptable by somebody else, which ultimately in his mind gave him worth. And as this pattern escalated for him, he started using strategies that were even more ineffective and inappropriate where he would be seeking sexual attention from other women in hopes that he would find a sense of worth because in his mind, the programming, I've talked a little bit about our programming and our, our subconscious beliefs. For him, a part of his programming or these underlying beliefs that he had was that if he got sexual attention from other women, then that meant he was chosen. It meant he was enough and worthwhile. This pattern caused so much pain and heartache in his relationship because his his wife wanted so much to be the person that he turned to. But as he was stuck in his cycle, he would be turning outside of the relationship, whether it's to real people having conversations with them that were inappropriate, or he would turn to pornography as a way to find a sense of worth, all the while knowing the people on the screen aren't real. They didn't know who he was. But because that that had been a conditioned pattern in his life, it was a source that he turned to for comfort, even though it actually didn't work. He was stuck in the cycle of seeking validation because the underlying issue was that he just didn't feel like he was enough. There was another client that I worked with who sought validation and a sense of worth by excelling at his job and making a lot of money and being successful in other people's eyes. There was another story of a man that I worked with who felt like he had to earn his worth by doing things and fixing things around the house. A part of where he developed that idea was that when he was young, about five or six years old, the story that he shared with me really stuck with me because it was so influential in his young life that ultimately he carried with him into his adulthood and it influenced so many things about how he operated and how he thought as a person. He said he was about five or six years old and there was a broken fan at his grandma's house and his uncles tried to fix it. 
His grandpa tried to fix it. Nobody could seem to figure it out. But somehow, I don't know, as young as he was, somehow he figured out how to fix it. And his grandma was like, you know, he was like, hey, uh, you're like, you're so amazing. This is this is amazing. None of your uncles could do this. Your grandpa couldn't even do this. This is really, really special. This is amazing. And so as a five-year-old getting that type of praise, which he really didn't get at home, it was so fulfilling for him that there was this subconscious belief that formed in that moment that when you fix things, when you can perform, then you feel accepted and worthy. You, you, get, you, get this, you get this sense of worth and value by fixing things. Now, I shared with you a few different stories here with different types of belief, but it's, but it's all the same principle. Something outside of you gives you validation. The difficulty is that that line of thinking is completely flawed because our value doesn't come from outside. It doesn't come from somebody else. It doesn't come from making money. It doesn't come from getting attention from other women. And I think that most people recognize this intellectually. But the problem is that even though we intellectually understand something, that's not where the solution is. The solution is resolving it on a deeper emotional or subconscious belief level. Because if there's a part of you that knows, okay, well, it's not true that I get it by getting attention that doesn't give me worth. But if there's a part of you that feels that and believes that on some other level, that's where the work needs to take place. And I also think it's important to define these terms. What's the difference between validation and acceptance? Validation is where we seek our value and our worth by doing something, being something, or from somebody outside of us. It's the seeking of our worth in an unhealthy, external type of way. What is acceptance? Acceptance is a human fundamental need that is good. It's important. We all have a desire to be accepted and feel like we belong because that's in our nature. It's in our very DNA. We are social creatures designed to be in communities, in families, in circles of friendships. This is how we are wired as people and it's critical to our survival. So acceptance is a very healthy need. However, seeking validation, again, is looking for your worth outside of yourself. So if you are a husband or a wife listening to this, I would encourage you to reflect on your own personal life and think about where you find your sense of worth. Is it from within? Is it from an empowering belief system? I'll share with you a couple of different ways that I kind of think about this for myself. But where does your sense of worth come from? Do you believe that you have to be a certain way? Or if you're a wife who, after discovering your husband's struggle with pornography, so many women start to feel, of course, insecure and inadequate and like they aren't enough and they have to look a certain way to be enough. They have to be a certain way or do certain things to feel a sense of worthiness. Or if you're a husband, maybe you relate with some of the examples that I've shared or other ones that you can think of as we're talking about this. So as you reflect on where do you get the sense of worth that you feel, I want to give you some considerations if you find yourself thinking about worth outside of yourself. I want to give you some considerations and things that you can do to start to break those patterns and ultimately anchor your worth in something that is healthy and lasting and sustainable so that you don't get I remember, okay, I'll share with you another story. I remember uh, 
as I was learning all about this way back in grad school, I was just a student intern and I had a supervisor who was trying to describe the same idea to me. That when people find their worth outside of themselves, their days go up and down depending on what happens. So for instance, he I remember the story still, it was like 14 years ago, 13 years ago. He was like, you know, let's say you have a good day at work and you're happy, your boss gives you some kudos, you feel good about what you've done. You're like, okay, this is great, I'm great. My boss thinks I'm great, I'm great. I'm doing a great job, I'm great. Then you go out into the parking lot and you back out and you run in, you know, you run into somebody else's car. In an instant, you think, I'm a loser, I'm stupid, how could I have done this? I'm such a failure. So much of how we feel fluctuates all over the place when our worth is external and it's based in something that isn't healthy. And so I want to give you some considerations and things that you can work on to reclaim that because it doesn't have to be this way. Hey everyone, just real quick, if you're a return listener to the podcast and have found it helpful in any way, I would absolutely appreciate it if you wouldn't mind taking literally 10 seconds to just leave a quick rating and review on iTunes. It just helps tremendously to get this podcast out to more people who are struggling, who need help, resources, and some hope. I would absolutely appreciate the gesture and thank you so much for listening. All right, back to the show. I think the first thing to consider in terms of the antidote for this is to recognize that acceptance and validation are very, very different. And sometimes people confuse the two things. Sometimes people actually just need acceptance when they're unintentionally seeking validation. So this is what I mean by that. Acceptance is found in relationships. If you are in a relationship with a friend or a parent or your spouse or a partner, we can find acceptance in that relationship and it's so fulfilling and again, very, very healthy. I remember one of the clients that I worked with, he would describe this idea of like, I just feel codependent, which you know is a whole nother topic, this idea of codependence. <clears throat> but the word that he used was, I just feel codependent because how I feel, like I look so much towards other people for feeling good about me. And I said, listen, it sounds to me like a part of you is seeking to find some belonging and acceptance. Now, this is based on other things that he had said in the conversation. I said, this is a healthy thing. We want to feel like we belong somewhere. We want to feel like we have a place. And the idea that you want to have relationships with other people is okay and necessary. But I went on to highlight for him that the strategy he was using to find acceptance was actually in conflict with him feeling accepted. He was using these external things, again, making more money, being the kind of person that they thought he should be, all of which is at odds with being accepted for who you are right now. And so once he recognized that he was using these old strategies that weren't working for him, he started to develop new ways of finding acceptance, which were rooted in feelings of connection. So how do you create that connection? It's opening up and sharing your life with somebody sharing your fears, sharing your dreams, spending time with them, really letting them in, talking to them about the parts of you that you like and the parts of you that you don't like. Because when you find somebody that you can trust and open up to, because I wouldn't recommend doing this to anybody on the street because we need a level of safety in a relationship to do this. But when you find somebody who you can trust, 
you start to share some, you know, some of these fears or concerns or parts of you that you don't like, and they say, yeah, like I totally get that, or yeah, that makes sense, or I can actually really relate to that. I feel the same way. In that instant, you feel a sense of acceptance and connection between you and that other person. So seeking acceptance is really, really healthy. And those are some of the ways that you can do this with somebody that you trust so that you can ultimately find a sense of closeness knowing you're okay. You don't have to be a certain way. And I feel for people who experience this where they feel like they have to be a certain way or earn it by doing certain things. I remember when I was young, I I had a very similar experience. I felt like I had to earn my worth by being perfect, being the good kid. And so I always tried to do my very, very best. And it wasn't rooted in a desire to progress as an individual. It was more rooted in fear. Fear that if I didn't do what I should be doing, quote unquote, or if I made mistakes, or if I did commit sins, that that would reflect on me as being this bad, unworthy person. And if I was bad and unworthy, then there's no way I'd be accepted by other people. So I felt like I had to earn my worth and acceptance through the strategy of being perfect. And it just doesn't work because you're constantly feeling anxious or depressed when you're making mistakes or like no matter what you do, it's still not enough. It's just, it's no way to live. And so when I discovered that that's what I was doing, I started to break that pattern and apply a very different strategy to find a sense of acceptance which again involves what I just shared with you about being open and letting people in. Because when people say, me too, I struggle with that too, or I get that, makes sense to me, the relief that comes from the anxiety of, oh no, like what if they don't accept me? What if they reject me? It's such an amazing experience. And so that's actually another part of how you can start to find a sense of acceptance. It's by actually removing old beliefs that are getting in the way. Because so often, if you just unpeel the beliefs that you've been carrying for such a long time about where worth comes from and who who you are based on what you do, when you start to reprocess all of that and get down to the core idea that you've always had worth, you've always been enough and worthy of love, and these experiences that you've had have shaped and distorted how you think about yourself, as soon as you unpack all of that and shed those beliefs, you get down to the core essence, which is, I've always been enough. So another way you can think about this is, let's say a part of how you feel like you find worth and value is by having a successful career. Or I remember working with a guy who wanted to be a football star. And the more I asked him about his experience with that, he said the same thing as everybody else. It's like, well, if I do this thing, if I'm the star on the field, or if I have a great job, or if I, you know, have this type of relationship with somebody, then other people accept me. The football guy said, all eyes are on me. And that feels really, really good. So again, it was him trying to seek some form of acceptance. And so one of the strategies to help break this old pattern is to simply shed those beliefs by challenging them in part in, in part by some of the ways that we've talked about it today. And that's a part of what I did personally is once I recognized that I felt like I was earning my worth by doing certain things and being a certain way, I was able to start to restructure how I understood where worth comes from. 
And it was by recognizing that long before I could ever do something well or do something right, or going back to the football player, long before he ever even knew what a football was, did he have worth? Did I have worth? Do you have worth? Of course, we all do. If you think about how you're currently defining where your worth comes from, long before you could ever do that thing or get attention from some other person or make X amount of money, before you ever even had a job, did you have worth? And anybody who I ask that question to will say, well, yeah, of course. And then I always like to follow that up with, well, where does that come from? And so often it's easier to think about it with, 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 with children. So if you have children or nieces and nephews or no children, if you were to think about somebody who you absolutely just love, let's say a, you know, a child of yours, and you think, well, does you know, John, my son John, let's say, or my son, my little guy's name is Skylar, does Skylar have worth? He's a four-year-old. He has tremendous worth, especially to me. But he doesn't earn it. He makes no money. He doesn't make really wise decisions. He's just him. He's just a kid. Yet, anybody who's listening to this can probably relate to this, that you love your kids to death. Or other people that you know, their kids. And you recognize their worth doesn't come from this external thing. Worth is inherent. Part of where some people find spirituality helpful is recognizing that, you know, if the belief is, well, God, if you believe in God, and I believe in God, and I believe that value comes from our, like he created our lives and there's value in life. So we can find value in God and in our life because life is inherently valuable. There's, there's, there's worth in life itself. So if you strip all of the things away, these old beliefs, these distortions, how you think you've needed to find it and recognize that maybe a big part of you has just been seeking acceptance and there's actually nothing wrong with you. You've just been using a strategy that just hasn't really been serving you. Then you can start to unpack all of that and use a different strategy to really get the need met, which is to feel acceptance and recognize that your worth is already there. That's a big part of how you can start to break free from this web of feeling so bad of not being enough, feeling so awful that you're unworthy or broken. Or if you're a man struggling with this issue, it's like, well, I can't overcome this issue. I just feel unworthy. I feel like a failure. Again, recognizing your worth doesn't come from this. Even if you were to overcome this or not overcome this, your worth doesn't change. It just happens to be a pattern that you're stuck in. It's typically, again, it's for most people, it's a coping mechanism. It's a strategy that you're using to try to meet some kind of a need. And the need is not sex. The need is seeking comfort. The need is to feel like we're enough. The need is to cope with pain and to get out of how awful we feel. Those are typically the things that drive us. And so if you feel like, you know, if the need is to get out of pain, really, if you go one step further, actually, with that, just to finish that thread, it's not so much the need to get out of pain, as much as we're seeking peace, we're seeking safety. The need is love, the need is belonging, connection, safety, uh, to feel self-confident. Those are the needs that we have. And so often people use pornography as a way to cope with not having those needs met. So if you find yourself in this place, and one of the root causes for you to struggle with this, or if you're a wife listening to this, it's the very same principle. 
if you feel so bad because of this situation, it makes you question and yourself and your own value and doubt yourself now and be hard on yourself. The idea of stepping out of that current way you're defining where worth comes from, stripping all that away, recognizing that again, so often it's just we're seeking peace, acceptance, connection, belonging, then you can find those needs in much, much healthier ways that are sustainable by following through on some of the things that I've shared with you today. So my hope is that as you listen to this, you can start to think about your own situation. How are you currently defining this for you? And then knowing what this is actually about, shedding these beliefs by starting to challenge them and redefine them, it's so like it's such a cool thing as I get to have the chance to work with people in this process and walk them through this process. I know I'm kind of talking about this on high on a bit of a higher level. I'm sharing examples and hopes that you can start to think about this in your own situations. But each situation, there's so many nuances in each situation. And so when I get the chance to walk people through a process to help them not only identify this, but actually break these old beliefs, it's so amazing. And and so for me personally, the more I, I've done so many different trainings and modalities. And so I found some of the best things over the years of training that I implement when I work with people. And when I learn new things, I also want to be the recipient of this I want to be the client to see what this is like and how does this feel and what's the process like on the receiving end. And so I remember when I was going through this particular modality that I still use today. It's one of the ones that is like so pivotal in this belief breaking process. I still vividly remember sitting at the desk going through this process with with my coach at the time. And she walked me through this thing where I had this belief and it was the coolest experience where when she started to help me identify and then break that belief with this process that we do, it was this wild experience where something inside of me, I felt something inside of me break in a good way. It was this old faulty belief. It was almost like this light switch went on and flipped on. And from that moment forward, I instantly felt differently. And I couldn't, I I saw the situation and myself completely differently, which then stuck with me till this day. So with this process, again, one of the reasons why I love doing this with people is because it sticks. Because when you break beliefs, it's not that you're having to convince yourself of like, I'm going to look in the mirror and tell myself these affirmations like, okay, I'm enough, I'm worthy, I'm enough. And in your heart, you don't really believe it because the belief that you have is in conflict with what you're saying. It's so amazing to have these beliefs literally break inside of you. And when I get the chance to work with people doing this process, it's the coolest thing to watch that their beliefs become very, very clear. Then we break them and create a new one so that then moving forward, they just see the world and themselves differently. And so as you're listening to this, My encouragement is for you to reflect on what are some of the beliefs that you have that currently aren't serving you with regard to your worth, and then finding some way to redefine, counter, and break those beliefs by using some of the tools that I've mentioned with you today, and ultimately then being able to experience your worth as you deserve it to be. And so I hope that as you do this, you can find success 
and working through this process because this is one of the most amazing experiences when you really pinpoint, break the belief, something changes inside of you, which then in this case is a crucial part of the healing process because once you change how you see yourself, now no longer are these limiting beliefs a source of pain that you then turn to pornography to cope with. All that changes, so the desire or the urge to pornography just dissipates because you ultimately aren't feeling bad anymore, so you don't need a coping mechanism.